This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The odds are out, not for the game. But for first song to be performed at halftime, California Love leads plus 250. The next episode plus 300. Family Affair plus 450. Nothing but a G thing plus 600. Lose Yourself plus 650. Drop It Like It's Hot 700. All the Stars 900. Still DRE 900. Humble 900. Man, you know it's California Love and Hologram Tupac's coming out. I'm just saying, that's my personal opinion. But. Like I've mentioned, we've got uh, we've got about an hour left of this program, and uh, it's the end of the football season after today. We won't have an actual football game that counts until September 11th, 2022. So now, for one last time, we are joined by my good friend, my guy, Pete Sweeney. Pete, how you doing this afternoon, over this pre-noon? Yeah, we're before noon. Yeah. And let's not jump ahead of ourselves. we got to really take in the day. I'm on East Coast time. Of 2021, 2022. Yeah, now I'm doing well. I wish I was in Los Angeles. I'm in Kansas City, Missouri, so we unfortunately know what what that means. But as best we can, I think we're going to try to uh, enjoy this game, and and hopefully it's a good one. Yeah, so, you know, no no secret here. We saw today that there is a meeting. So this is outside Super Bowl talk for now. But there is a meeting – going on later this afternoon between Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy on the future of the offensive coordinator of the past, currently not under contract with the Kansas City Chiefs, of what gonna, of what's going to happen. Pete Sweeney, I'm sure you know more than anybody what the tendencies are when it comes to Eric Bieniemy returning or not returning as offensive coordinator uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, this to me was, a situation that I think we started in the offseason thinking, okay, well, if Eric Bieniemy doesn't get a head coach job again, then he'll simply be back as the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. And then about six days ago, it was revealed that his contract with the Chiefs would be expiring. He signed a one-year deal after last year, so that news came out of NFL Network. And I think that was the very first time it stopped me in my tracks. And I said, I, you know, if they let that expire, there's got to be a little bit more to that. 
And I, I think that was the beginning of some of the smoke that we've seen here uh, that has, uh, again, gotten more and more, starting with Aaron Wilson down in Texas at Pro Football Network, and then the report from ESPN's Adam Shepard today that there's a key meeting coming up. There's been the enemy tied to the New Orleans Saints and defensive coordinator Dennis Allen for one reason or another. And, you know, we've talked and we've talked at nauseum about this subject. For one reason or another, Eric the enemy is not getting a head coach opportunity. And you see a guy like Mike, Mike Kafka, who was in the shadow of Eric the enemy and to a greater extent, Andy Reid. And he goes to a situation in New York as the offensive coordinator where he's going to be able to call plays. There's no Andy Reid. There's no, it could be no doubt of who the play caller is. And I'm starting to wonder if maybe Eric Bieniemy sees that type of move and, you know, where there is maybe a defensive head coach down in New Orleans with Dennis Allen replacing Sean Payton. And if he's the offensive coordinator there, there's no doubt as to who's making the offense, who's running the show, and who's calling plays. It would be Bieniemy, and maybe when he finally gets that no doubt 100% experience, and let's say he is able to have some success, be it with Jameis Winston or, or Taysom Hill and, of course, Alvin Kamara, should he be okay after some of this legal stuff we've seen stemming from the Pro Bowl, then maybe his chances to be a head coach would be better than just remaining in Kansas City. And now you have real connection to Andy Reid and, and potentially an interest to bring Matt Nagy back into the fold. We know, and I've talked to these guys before when the Chiefs were playing the Bears, Reed and Nagy stay in touch as much as they can, except when the Chiefs are playing the Bears, which rarely happens. And uh, I think Nagy probably needs some more seasoning. I think a lot of people would, would agree with that. And, and we probably get it done here with Andy Reid and, and you kind of have a change of pace in the offense and you make sure that Patrick Mahomes has a proper quarterback's coach, which is what Nagy was originally for him, and, uh, and on we go. So a really interesting situation. And I started off thinking, okay, the enemy is certainly returning, and now I'm probably leaning more that he won't be back. That's kind of where, where I'm feeling this is going. Do you think that there's any sort of pipe dream with Alex Smith joining the coaching staff, or is that just Dusty Likens trying to build creative content on <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday? <clears throat> well, I think part of the reason that Alex retired is because he has a, a couple young kids and, and wants to spend more time with the family. He's got a pretty cush job right now, it looks like, with ESPN. That probably requires maybe you know two or three days of work per week. Sometimes they'll have him out to the Monday night football game. So you know he's back home pretty quickly. When you're a head coach in the NFL or or even a position coach, and especially if you're under Andy Reid, those aren't banking hours. Those are, are long hours that you got to really devote yourself. So I I love the idea. I think I the pipe dream is nice, but I I'm not sure if Alex is going to go from being a player where you have to commit to all those hours. You know, being able to retire and spend time with his family then automatically want to jump back in um, into something like that. I think down the line it's possible, but we always just try to like pick a player to, to go to a certain role because, man, how great would that be? But we got to remember the human part of this, too, and I just wonder if Alex would want to coach. I, I don't know if that would be right now just because of, of the circumstances that led to his retirement and, and where he's at mentally. But that's a question only he can answer. Um, and, and Andy Reid would have to like him as a coach as well. I always thought it was interesting at the end of the at the end of the year press conference or after the loss to Cincinnati when they asked Andy Reid if this coaching staff or there is going to be back next year. He didn't really answer uh, defiantly if it was going to be, which means if it's not in the bag for enemy, is it also like a good speculation to think that maybe they're going to move on from Spagnuolo too? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think Spagnuolo will be here. Um, I don't think that they would necessarily allow him to move a linebacker or a defensive line coach in Brendan Daly to his linebacker's coach if he wasn't going to be the guy once again. Now, I have heard a few rumblings here and there that there are more changes coming you know, in several um, capacities than maybe we realized at the beginning of the offseason. I know that's a little bit ominous, but I, I do think that there has been potentially some frustration in the building just regarding how maybe sale the offense was at times. It was struggling at the beginning and then um, you know, kind of tapered off at the end, and then you had all the problems that we saw at the beginning of the season rear their ugly head in the AFC title game. And so I think the, the Chiefs will allow the Super Bowl to be played out you know, in, a, in a similar fashion to what Tom Brady wanted uh, for conference weekend before maybe announcing anything. But I, I look for this week to maybe be a, a fork-in-the-road point for the Kansas City Chiefs where we do see some changes made, and, and, it, and it seems like that may uh, include uh, moving on from an offensive coordinator, allowing Eric enemy to spread his wings in a sense while – um, again, I, I think adding some new juice to the room. And I, I, I know that uh, in Kansas City, we're, we're forever behind Patrick Mahomes. But this is an important offseason for Patrick Mahomes where I think he needs to be mentally right. I think we, for the first time in a long time, have seen some pretty clear problems uh, that need addressing. He's still uh, the most talented quarterback in the NFL, but this is going to be so big for the course of his career, his legacy, his growth. And I just wonder if we see some changes on the offensive side. I wonder if we see some changes on, on the personnel side. Um, because, you know, the ownership group in, in, with the Con family, this has really become a thing of Super Bowl or this season wasn't a success. And uh, that's a credit to Andy Reid, but it's also an important challenge that he uh, needs to realize this is not uh, going to be a satisfaction if you end it the weekend before the Super Bowl. I mean, the, the Hunt family knows in, what they have in Patrick Mahomes, and they want to be raising Lombardi trophies every year. It's a tall task. It's way easier said than done. But I, I think Andy Reid, in, in a sense, may be getting his ducks in a row. And I, I think some of those things start to maybe emerge uh, as we go this week. Is this the year they go and, and get that offseason acquisition? Like, I mean, again, I always kind of, I don't know if it's trolling your, your Arrowhead Pride group, but I, I always just say that Devontae <laughs> Adams is like the perfect fit. Uh, in every poll question that you give, like what's something you could see the Chiefs be different? Devontae Adams. What's something that you can make the Chiefs better next year? Devontae Adams. I don't think that's happening, but it seems like if they're going to continue, and I, I brought this up earlier last week, and if you're going to be the team that consistently is at the top and consistently wants to be the best, not only do you have to keep the core together, but you've also got to kind of add things to it because everybody's gunning for you. Like the Chiefs three years ago – had the best offense in the NFL, and there was really not a close second. Now there's like four teams that are considered probably the best offense because it's that close. The Chiefs, I think, have to continue to make moves to kind of separate themselves. Is this a year where they go get an Allen Robinson or somebody of that stature that really kind of puts them over the edges? I've always said, go get your Kevin Durant to make the Golden State Warriors hated and just feared. <laughs> well, I think this is a big offseason off for – the defense, and really like we saw last year with the offensive line, I mean, I, I think you're going to really see Brett Beach go in and, and try to build around Chris Jones uh, and what they have there. It already seems like Jaron Reed has been told he won't be, be coming back. Mm -hmm. We expect Frank Clark not to be here. We're wondering about Melvin Ingram, but Ingram, if he comes back, that seems like it, it'll be a summer signing once again. So 
you know, you really can't count on that until uh, they sign the dotted line, as they say. And so I think you see it's defense first now. However, I fully expect there to be a upgraded pass catcher not named McCole Hardman or Josh Gordon or Byron Pringle. I, I do expect the Chiefs to go out and get what would be considered a luxury there. You know, like when they were starting that offensive line rebuild last year, they didn't uh, necessarily go after Orlando Brown first. They wanted Trent Williams. I mean, we're talking about that type of name. I don't know if that's going to be Devontae Adams. Uh, I do feel like this, though, and, and this is obvious. If your pass catchers are Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Devontae Adams, and you have Patrick Mahomes throwing them the football, I, you, you might even raise the expectations to, okay, Super Bowl winning team to this team better go undefeated. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a dream team offensive lineup. And, I, you know, I think you could say that the, the same thing about a few of these receivers that are available, like Devontae Adams quite clearly the, the most premium option, but this is also a class with a Juju Smith-Schuster. Not the same, uh, but still one of the, the better wide receivers that's become a, a available in a while. you got Chris Godwin and Michael Gallup, who I happen to like, but they suffered these injuries at the end of the year. Who knows if they'd be even ready to, to go by training camp. Would that be a, a perfect discount for a Brett Beach? Brett Beach is always looking for these high-end players, these blue-chip type players, where you're able to get a discount. So maybe in, in a year where they were injured, uh, Gallup or Godwin, who are, are very, very talented players, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they won't be able to start week one. So maybe you, know, you, you get a little bit of a discount there. Maybe it's a one-year deal similar to what Jaron Reed got because they want to just delay what would have been a big-time free agency, three-, four-year mega deal signing, and not, no team is going to bet on that with an injury. So I think you see a name here. I, I just don't think, you know, and, and if you could put yourself back to a few years ago when the Chiefs kind of needed that third pass catcher, and you woke up early in the morning, and I believe it was the late great Therese Paler that had it first, but Sammy Watkins was coming to the Chiefs. That was a big deal. If you, if you can try to forget a lot of the injury issues that would happen later on, that was a big deal. I expect there's going to be one day this offseason where we wake up and it's going to be like a Sammy Watkins-like signing, and you're going to be like, okay, now these Chiefs are really cooking with gas. So we'll do a little quick rapid fire of who's here, who's not. We'll start Tyron Matthew. I tend to think that Tyron Matthew, this is a tough one. <laughs> I, was, I, I, was that he, I was thinking forever that he would certainly be here, and I probably 51-49 in, in favor of not being here. But I, I still think that there's going to be some discussion there. I wonder if it's a thing where he tests the market, knows his value, and then can come back to the Chiefs and say, well, I'm willing to bend to this price to stay in Kansas City. And, uh, and so I, I don't know. I'm leaning more no with that one, but that, that's probably the toughest call. Frank Clark. No. Melvin Ingram. No. Byron Pringle. I think Ingram's back. I think Pringle is back. Uh, I, again, I, I don't think it's something where the Chiefs can count on Ingram. I, I think it might be one of those deals later in the offseason where he comes back and, and doesn't necessarily have to do uh, what are organized team activities. If you don't have to go to summer school, you try to avoid that if you can. And, and I think it's 10 years in the league, Ingram kind of goes in that way. Pringle, I expect to be back. I, I think they're really happy with what he showed at the end of the year, and I don't think it'll cost them a ton of money just because the production isn't necessarily there. What's on your Super Bowl spread today? You do anything? Are you going to be one of these Kansas City people that are just like, I'm not watching it when you know they're going to be watching it? 
No, I'm definitely watching it. I have. I'm cautioning cautioning people here. I, I've picked against the Bengals every round <laughs> for the money line. I I, I wanted. To, I thought the Raiders would win. I thought the Titans would win. I thought the Chiefs would win. All uh, without a spread, just win the game. Uh, they have all lost. I'm picking the Rams today, so take that for what it's worth. I like the Rams to cover in what becomes a little bit of a shootout type of game late. What is, I guess, we did this last year when we were doing a show together, but it was, uh, what's the first song that you hear tonight as the uh, halftime show? Because I know you're jacked up for this halftime. I mean, I'm there with you. I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more excited about this halftime show, but what's the first song of choice in this halftime show? got to be California love. That's what I said. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I'd like to think they, they'd go with a dark horse pick, but it's just, it's too obvious to me. I've, I've seen some, some previews for the Super Bowl in LA. And mm. California love is already weaved into those. And, and, you know, you know, at the beginning, that, that great sound at the beginning of California love that's been weaved in, into a lot of these promos. So hard for me to think that they would go in another direction but man it, it's a it's a star-studded show I'm, I'm interested in see how they you know like we're always talking about well is Clyde going to get more reps or will it be Daryl mm-hmm. I'm wondering to see how much time each of these artists get because man that's that's a lot of stars to have to divvy up what you know it ends up being about like 10 to 15 minutes in, in a show it's not, not a, it's not a lot of time so we'll see all right Pete well I'll uh talk to you in a year or so uh, when it comes to football talk, and I hope you enjoy this off season. It's one that ends a little bit quicker than the previous two, but I'm sure you'll be back in Super Bowl stadiums in the future when it comes to this Kansas City Chiefs team. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your time off. And again, of course, always love you. Always a good friend and continue to do great work with what you do. Yeah, we've been talking about it for, for months now. Let's get it on, on the air and on record. We're we're going to Jack Stack at some point. There's going to be well, a, a time yeah. that we, we get a table and, and you and me will... We'll, Cheers the onion rings together. How about that? Yeah, or mushrooms, either way. Uh, I got some pull there. I'm <laughs> sure we could get anything we wanted to. But, Pete, uh, take care, right, man, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Later. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Uh, check out the work, man. They've got the article out already when it comes to uh, Eric Bieniemy and his future from Arrowhead Pride. Just dropped 25 minutes. A new report on Sunday shows that Eric Bieniemy remaining in Kansas City for 2022 is uncertain and a roundup of what we know and some thoughts from Pete Sweeney, who you just heard on 610 Sports Radio. We've only got about 40 minutes left of this program. It went by fast. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Like is with you on 610 Sports Radio on a Sunday. Coming up next, you know you're watching this game. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dark, somber times. Seems like a lot of you are in this mood today. Even former Chiefs offensive lineman Mitchell Schwartz says this doesn't feel like a typical Super Bowl Sunday. It is, though. Get out of your feelings. You're going to watch the game. There's a little explosions in the sky. Yeah, a little bit. Or it sounds like a like a Pearl Jam collab with like somebody of modern time. Like you're going to hear Eddie Vedder come out of nowhere with like a Weightless Big Eddie Vedder fan Big Pearl Jam fan actually This just kind of fits the mood of what this topic brings up That's why Grant Nicholson is good at what he does Sometimes I feel like And then now we just turned into Blink-182 Out of nowhere now we're just Tom along shredding on the guitar. But this is 610 Sports Radio on a Sunday morning, a Super Bowl uh, Sunday. Somebody texts in, question mark, hologram Tupac. Yeah, if you were at Coachella a couple years ago. Isn't that where they did that? Is that what it's called, a hologram? I don't know if that's right. I think hologram's right, but I don't remember if it was Coachella or it was one of them. Yeah, and he came out and it was like, boom. Uh if you think I'm excited about the halftime show, I think Carrington Harrison is is even more excited as his last nine tweets have been all about the halftime show. He says Eminem has three songs. That's it. He gets three songs. Lose yourself till I collapse. And then whatever else he said, I don't know. Yeah, but the Eminem song for the halftime show has to be a, a him and Dre song, right? It's yeah, gotta think- be something collab. Yeah, which is the one, uh, forgot about Dre's got to be yeah. on there, which then segues into Dr. Dre performing, right? Which then he finishes his song off with Still DRE, which st- segues into Snoop Dogg performing. But you've got to think, and we're just going to talk about this until the break, right? <laughs> yeah, and, but the thing is that Dre's with all those guys. Right, like where's Dre, the level of Dre importance? The- and Dr. Dre is like a single man now in L.A. during the Super Bowl. You know he's just going absolutely nuts. And the thing about this is, like, where do you rank the significance of importance on these artists? Like, is it Dr. Dre, Kendrick, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop? Or is it Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Kendrick, Eminem, Snoop? Snoop's for sure at the bottom, you right? You think Snoop's at the bottom? I he's think. He's probably just there just for, like, to have fun, right? He's like, yeah, yeah I'm just Snoop Dogg. Like, I'm not really worried about playing my songs. Can't really do anything off doggy style or anything. Like you gotta yeah. play it pretty, pretty close to the vest. I don't know, man. He went to KU and had stripper poles. I mean, 
Nothing screams more opposite in Lawrence, Kansas, than Snoop Dogg, stripper poles, and a money gun. This all happened. Dre's at the top, and then you're probably right, probably Kendrick, and then Mary J. Blige Eminem's probably a toss-up Yeah, for that three spot. Yeah, because I mean, like, what, Kendrick's going to drop, swimming pools, humble, and then after that, I don't know. Eminem, got to do, lose yourself, got to do... Uh, got to do the forgot about Dre. I don't know if you can do till I collapse. There's no Nate dog, but then people would say you can't do California love without Tupac. I don't know. It just makes me wonder because it is true. Like you mentioned this earlier, like the halftime shows 10 to 15 minutes. They're going to go over, but if it's 10 to 15 minutes and it's six performers, they're going to do 30 seconds of each song. I think it's going to be great. I don't know if this is going to be Aerosmith, Nelly, Britney Spears, and NSYNC-ish. Bruce, it felt like Bruce's performance was longer. He also did a knee slide and went nuts first into the camera. Prince, that performance was pretty epic. Red Hot Chili Peppers were terrible. The Weekends was terrible. It became a, a GIF. Um, the rest of the time, he was just lost. From the 913, they have a good source. Kendrick Lamar's Humble will be the opening uh, song of the halftime show. Kendrick definitely seems more relevant for what the crowd is trying to get. Kendrick's an L.A. guy, too. They're not going to start with Eminem. There's no way they start with Eminem, right? Detroit guy. 573 says, obviously, needs to start off with lose yourself, turn all the lights off, and start out like that. People are going to lose their minds. I think the best way you start it out is a little bit of that theory, black the whole place out, lights out, and then you just hear the California love. That's that's the best way to do it. Right? You're in L.A., that, to me, is what makes sense. Chances they played nothing but a G thing. For sure, that's going to get played. At least 20 seconds of it. You're going to get the hook, for sure. 100%. Where it happens, I don't know. I think maybe you end with Dr. Dre, since he is L.A. He is West Coast. I feel like Dr. Dre is going to have to be through the whole thing. Like, he's going to, isn't he kind of Can the he main hold guy? Up? He had the stamina? Maybe not. I mean, I feel like if you had to do it, you got to put Mary J in the middle. You got to go like maybe a Kendrick Eminem start. Then you throw in the other at the second, Mary J Blige. Then you hit Snoop with nothing but a G thing. And then maybe you hit Dr. Dre or completely opposite. Start Dr. Dre, swing in Snoop hit Mary J. Blige, and then let Eminem send him out just jacked up, ready to go. I could not name a single Mary J. Blige song. Oh, she go back to the Fuji days. That's not her. That's Lauren Hill. I was about to say, I don't think that's right, but I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think that you get a lot of just quick pop, boom, in and out. Because that's the best way to sell it. That's the best way to kind of get it fresh in your mind. Boom, here's this, 
Here's this song. Wow, that was fast. I really like that. Don't have time to really, you know, deliberate and judge how good it was. They say it ends with Dr. Dre, text line 816. Maybe. Maybe California Plot Twist is the last song we hear. First song we hear, Lose Yourself or Humble. Last song, still DRA, segues into California Love. Either way, I'm excited for the halftime show. Couldn't be more excited for the halftime show. Because you know you're going to watch it. But coming up, Andy Reid has a big meeting with the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs. They'll discuss his future, and we'll discuss what it could mean as Pete Sweeney joined us earlier, and we'll bring up Eric Bieniemy, andy Reid meeting of the 2022 season. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Back in 610 Sports Radio. Um, a lot of a lot of attraction towards the halftime show, Mr. Nicholson. I mean, um, it's more interesting than talking about the game I guess, for some yeah. Kansas City folks. Yeah, like somebody said, somebody said they at the 858, ain't going to lie, as the game gets closer, I'm just getting more pissed off. That's fine. I understand that. Like, you think the Chiefs should be there every year? They they have the roster to do so. But, I mean, hey, Tom Brady didn't go every year. Somebody says from the 816, the Stones were really good. Lady Gaga, not bad. You two okay. Prince ruled. Prince was awesome. Like I said, the story, it was raining. They asked him if everything was all right, if there was anything they could do, and he just said to make it rain harder. Stones and a hog flex there. Uh, among the worst halftime shows, Maroon 5, or was that just a bad dream? 
Don't know if you mentioned it yet, but got to mention Janet and Justin and the wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. I do remember that. That was I was still pretty young, and I remember that happened. I looked right at my dad, and my dad just paused the TV. I'm kidding. They didn't have that then. But, I mean, he was in pure shock. Uh, and then that changed the landscape forever. Uh, Mary J. Live was an awesome show. I believe it. I mean, I am juiced, juiced for this halftime show. Can't wait. They did say there is a special guest that they have not named to join the lineup for the halftime show. Yet to see anything about that. I kind of was hoping it'd be Papa Doc and we just get another uh, eight-mile rap battle again. I think he deserves a chance. But what's great about the end of the season is all the moves that get rumored today and then become more unfocused. Like, as of now, um, on Twitter, as at my sports update, there's belief that Colts quarterback Carson Wentz will, quote, probably, end quote, be traded or released before March 19th. That's when the $15 million in base salary becomes guaranteed. His future in Indianapolis looks bleak. Well, you lose to Jacksonville and knock your team out of the playoffs, they're probably going to kick your rocks out of there. That's, that's basically all I can say about that. Um, a lot of different talks regarding Aaron Rodgers. Some say that he and the Packers are in better terms than they've ever been, that the approval could get him to be the highest-paid quarterback. Looks like there might be a two-year extension, which would keep him there till damn near 40. Um, the back-to-back -back Super Bowl MVP has a ton of uh, clout and data in his back pocket other than playoff wins. Um, and it kind of brings up like how you should feel as a Chiefs fan because think of Packers fans. Man, they've got a four-time season MVP, back-to-back -back one seeds in the NFC, zero playoff appearances since the last time they went when they won with Aaron Rodgers. I believe Aaron Rodgers' playoff record is like 10 and 11. So at least they're used to that. So I understand. Um, according to Adam Schefter, like I mentioned, Packers are prepared to go all in for Aaron Rodgers in 2022, spending as up close to the cap this year and spreading it into the future years as much as possible. Per sources, Saints use this approach for Drew Brees and Green Bay is willing to deploy that model to further entice Aaron Rodgers. Also, Michael Thomas doesn't plan on going anywhere this offseason. Wouldn't that be a great story to come to Kansas City? Michael Thomas turns career around in Kansas City as a top-notch wide receiver. But like we said before, and the news that's kind of set some traction today in Kansas City is the announcement that Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid will have conversations today or a conversation today regarding the future of Eric Bieniemy. You can find this information on Arrowhead Pride's website where Pete Sweeney, the chief editor, has created an article for you to read about this that the future of Eric Bieniemy seems uncertain. I don't think this is something that we should look at as a Bad move, whether he is with the Chiefs or without the Chiefs next year. I think the move will indicate where the Chiefs plan on going for the next four years. Everyone will tell you that in the NFL, you are basically in a window 
where you've got about three good years where you can be the prime of the discussion as a dominant team. And since the Patriots kind of stretched that out over a decade, you're starting to see teams try to duplicate that process. Very hard one to do. Chiefs seem like they kind of have a good head start in that regime. They've been to four straight AFC championship games, all behind their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. The offensive coordinator for all those years, Eric Bieniemy. But it's like Pete Sweeney said on this show about 40 minutes ago, everybody knows Andy Reid's calling the plays. It's hard to think that Eric Bieniemy's role was as significant as any other offensive coordinator. Maybe there is a time where we need to get a new voice and a new system. Maybe that's the approach the Chiefs are looking at. Maybe you see a Matt Nagy come back and be the quarterback's coach. Maybe you see some flirtatious talk with Alex Smith to see if maybe there's an opportunity that he wants to come out and check out this coaching world. But what it sounds like is that the contract for Eric Bieniemy is over. There is a conversation to be had. And we're not quite sure, which to me is the first red flag, if he's back or not. But if you're going to remain dominant, you've got to make big decisions that support your theory and your trust that you're going to move forward. By letting Eric Bieniemy go and bringing in somebody different kind of supports that. You want to stay relevant. You want to keep things moving. You want to stay at the top. You want to bring in a stronger voice, a stronger personality. You can do that by removing Eric Bieniemy of your coaching staff and bringing in somebody like a Matt Nagy who can work with Mahomes, who's worked with Mahomes, who knows what it's like in this, in this realm of Chiefs and Andy Reid. Not saying they do that, but it's a name to, to keep your eye on. Maybe Bieniemy goes and becomes an offensive coach somewhere else, and somebody finds out that it works, and then he gets a chance. Best of both worlds. Andy Reid always seems to find that sweet spot where if it's good for us, it's also going to be good for you, a la Alex Smith to Washington. $170 million, fully guaranteed, all the incentives, everything. Didn't end well there, but it still gave him a good chunk of leaving after losing your job. But today, the story with the Chiefs, uh, I guess the story heading into the offseason, maybe this is the first domino to fall when it comes to the changing or the remodeling of a team to stay relevant and stay dominant throughout the future of what this run is with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy will have a conversation today regarding the future of Eric Bieniemy. We come back, we give you predictions, we talk about this game, and we go over a few props because you got to talk props. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I always try to tell you that the uh, the sports world is always great the day after the Super Bowl. The official end of the season, moves start to be made, mouths start to be louder, and Chris Mortensen, 15 minutes ago, tweets out this for an alarming uh, move that could happen this offseason. 
The odd vibe between the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray is indeed alarming. Murray is described as self-centered, immature, and a finger pointer, per sources. Murray is frustrated with the franchise and was embarrassed by playoff loss to the Rams and thinks he's been framed as the scapegoat. That's one goat you don't want to be. Career record as an NFL starter, 22 wins, 23 losses, Mm. and a tie. You move on from that, and you look at the Colts are expected to trade or release Carson Wentz before his $15 million base salary becomes guaranteed on March 19th, per Chris Mortensen. They're starting to just get going, man. Considered a finger pointer, immature, and self-centered. Those are powerful words, man. Like, those are not uh, what come to the mind of when you talk about a quarterback in a franchise. Self-centered, finger-pointing, and immature. A finger-pointer seems like the worst one there. Right. It's not my fault. It's yours. Immature, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't know Kyler Murray personally. Don't have to cover that team, so I don't know like what it's like around that. But, uh, does not look great for Arizona. Plot twist. Kingsbury out as Arizona's coach. Nagy quarterbacks coach. Kingsbury offensive coordinator. Mahomes and Kingsbury. No? Okay. If you're Kingsbury, just go back to college, man. You got the NFL juice. Be the hottest guy in some Lubbock-sized town. Go for it. Yeah. Very attractive male. Lots of money. Do you, man. But I always think it's funny to look at uh, prop bets, which if you're playing uh, Super Bowl week radio bingo cards, you go ahead and you can put a, a, a chip on on that. Um, Matt Stafford's over under 296.5. I'll take the under. Burrow 291.5. I'll take the under. Nobody's touching three bills? I don't think so. The over-under in the game is 48-and-a-half. I take the under. The under has hit the last three years the Super Bowl has been played. Last year was Brady versus Mahomes. The year before was Mahomes versus the Niners. And the year before that, obviously, um, was Rams-Patriots in one of the worst Super Bowls you've ever seen. Cooper Cup's receiving props over, under, 113-and-a-half. Give me the over. Jamar Chase receiving props, 91.5. Give me the over. Total touchdowns for Cup and Jamar Chase, the same, one and a half. Give me the under. What if this game is tied and goes to overtime? I don't know about that. Somebody says, one of the prop bets here is, what will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? Price of Bitcoin goes up, minus 125. Price of Bitcoin goes down, minus 105. How many players will have a passing attempt, over two and a half or under two and a half? You know Odell's throwing a pass in this game. 
which then hits the over. Chase is probably a dark horse guy to do one too. End around or something weird. Yeah, throw it. What will the longest score of the game be? A touchdown or a field goal? Touchdown minus two and a half, field goal minus one and a half. Touchdown. Yeah. One of those wideouts breaking one. Yeah, Cup's either getting like a 65 yarder or, or Chase, Chase is, is getting one. like a 60 yarder. Yeah. Will either kicker hit the upright or a crossbar on an extra point or a field goal attempt? Plus 320, yes. Minus 475, no. I think you got to put your money on the plus 320. Dude, I think it's a stay away. There's yeah. no way they're hitting the uprights. Not the Bengals guy. He's nails. McPherson? Will there be an onside attempt in this game? Yes, 135. No, minus 175. Huh. Winning conference spread, minus 3.5 AFC, plus 3.5. So it sounds like the spread is now 3.5 Rams. Uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl. But those are just some interesting prop bets. Obviously, they'll have one for Gatorade. They'll have one for how many times they show. Will they show Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in their college uniforms? Wait, what are the odds on the college uniform one? It's got to be like minus 1,000. Yeah, it's something like ridiculous. They're definitely doing that. Yeah. It all started in Louisiana. Like that's where they'll go with that. And Coach O's making the rounds. He was on the ESPN oh, yeah. show. I mean, he's getting his love. Yeah, as he walked out of, uh, took a took a step pay, took a step down from LSU. Didn't see that coming. Somebody says in the eight one six, I was in a Madden league with Kyler Murray and a handful of other NFL and NBA players. Can confirm. Got a lot of confirms today. Kyler is immature and blames everyone else when he loses. We're getting some well-sourced listeners today. I guess, man. We got somebody that says they're an inside source to Humble by Kendrick Lamar will be the number one song or the first song played at halftime from if, the 913. Go ahead. If you lose in Madden, who are you blaming? Like, who is Kyler blaming when he loses? Lag? Is he a big lag guy? Big lag guy. Oh, dude, I was lagging. I was in FIFA because that can really mess you up in FIFA. Big time. Big time lag guy on FIFA. Hit the circle and you... Yeah, or All like you up. go for the, the the square slide. It's a red card. And then boom, your guy's done. Yeah. Big lag. Yeah. I also hated lags on MLB The Show. That's what caused me to never want to play MLB The Show anymore because you'd like go to stop it in between the, the red and yellow area where the pitch is like accurate, and then it would lag and you'd hit the guy. It sucked. Among the – oh, wait. This is going to be one of the most awesome off-seasons for quarterback movement from the 913. Couldn't agree more. Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Tom Brady retiring, then probably coming out of retirement. But I will say this. I like the Rams tonight, 28-21. I like Aaron Donald as my Super Bowl MVP. And I think Eminem is the most talked about performer of the halftime show. I think Eminem is going to have three wardrobe changes. I think we're going to see... Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, Eminem. That's my guess. Why does Eminem still have so much juice? It's like 20 years after he was relevant. Yeah. I'm out on Eminem. Yeah, I just think... I think it's Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre will be there the whole time. He knows all those artists. He's the guy that's very clearly putting this together. Yeah, I mean... But he's not very flashy, I guess. Nah, he's very, like... Producer-esque, right? Like, he's very, like, I built all this. Now I want a little slow. 
excuse me, a little slice of it, had a good run, recently divorced, Super Bowl weekend in L.A., hometown. Dr. Dre's probably been late at least six times this week. I'd put a prop bet on that. You think Kendrick announces his album five minutes after the halftime show or five minutes after the game? Five minutes before the game starts. Okay. Because then if you go out there and throw a banger of a performance on one of the album's songs that you haven't heard yet, sales, downloads. I guess nobody buys albums anymore, but I mean, you have people are buying vinyls. But I will say, I think the prop for the first song being played is California Love. And I think we see Hologram Tupac. Today also is the 26th anniversary of All Eyes on Me being dropped. And on that album was, in fact, California Love. The Super Bowl being played in California. Dr. Dre, part of the halftime show. If you want your money on a prop bet, I still think you need to take it on Aaron Donald being the MVP just because there's always that chance that he could go full Von Miller to Super Bowl 50, rip the ball out of Burrow's hands, score, make his presence felt, and then you're like, well, this one's over. It's 14-0. The defensive line is way too powerful for the offensive line. Game, set, match. I'm Dusty Likens. Thanks to Grant Nicholson. This is it for football, man. Go enjoy the Super Bowl. Don't, don't not watch it. Go watch it. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Have a good, fun, safe Sunday. Enjoy your crowd. Enjoy your people. Thanks to Pete Sweeney for joining us again. Thanks to Grant Nicholson. Thanks to my boss for letting me do this. Be kind out there. It's pretty cool to do that. Be safe. Be easy. Cheers. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.